Money FM 89.3. Best of breakfast. Mind your business only on Money FM 89.3. Good morning to you. It's Wednesday. Welcome to breakfast with Lindy Fu and Ryan Huang. Ryan. As our global population continues to grow and then resources become increasingly scarce, you know, we hear about a lot of different alternatives in, in terms of food, right? Mm. Sources of protein has become more important than ever. Both of us have tried this before, alternative proteins. Mm-hmm. And I think this is an emerging field that is becoming more important as we try to find new solutions to problems that we have. You know, like you pointed out, we are facing a shortage when it comes mm. to food and mm. also how we face a lot of these challenges including disease outbreaks, uh, optimal breeding conditions and efficient feed management when it comes to um, farming some of these animals that we want. And then if you think about it, it's going into the area of insects now. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got crickets, you've got much more going on. So how do you handle this new dimension when it comes to farming? That's right. And um, the more farms we have, the more important it is to manage and monitor all these insect populations on a large scale. And that is presenting significant challenges in this sector. So we we're going to be finding out more from Mikhail S. Zeldovich, co-founder and chairman of Entoverse. That's a Singapore-based startup that delivers AI-driven digital farm management solutions to help farmers manage insect farms more efficiently in this fast-growing sector. Yeah, so that is um, something we are looking forward to. Welcome to the show, Mikael. Thank you for having me. Thank you for talking about crickets for breakfast. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I am looking forward to that in my cereal bowl one day. Uh, Let's start with this insect farming industry uh, picture. Not a lot of people understand it or have a visual what's going on here. Give us an idea what happens when we talk about insect farming. What are we looking at? What are some of the key production challenges? To make it short, it's mortality. A lot of insects are dying in the farms. The mortality rates, if you manage your farm very well today, it's probably 20, 30 percent. Gets up to 40, 50 for most farms. So you basically, you lose an awful lot of your production. I think that's today by far the, the biggest challenge due to some of the factors you just mentioned. So the other problem has been capital. So much capital has gone to plant-based and lab-grown alternative proteins that insects sort of been the forgotten poor stepchild. That's just beginning to change now. So I think this industry has raised about a billion dollars in two years, which doesn't sound local like a lot globally, but it's actually more than they've ever managed before. So it's finally getting deployed and farms are getting big and industrialized, which is important. And that's where we fit in, right? So we don't have a farm and we don't intend to farm. Mm-hmm. We're able to the industry that I think currently doesn't have a lot of enablers because it's just so new. And yes, so we developed a number of solutions to address the pain points on the mortality so that we can help prevent disease, we can help increase uh, mating for crickets, let's say. Yep, that's that's it basically. So typically, how long do they survive? How long do they live for? Well, depending on the species. So if you look at black soldier fly larvae, their life cycle is anywhere between eight, nine days to two weeks. And crickets will, you know, their life cycle will go for over a month. So it depends on the species. I'm not sure if you could hear me before because I understand there was an echo. But so there are two industries really, right? One Mm -hmm. is for human consumption. That's Mm -hmm. crickets and increasingly grasshoppers. And then you have these black soldier fly larvae and mealworms that are meant for animal feed. But they're also a waste management tool. And so the industries are quite different and the species are quite different. 
Well, let's talk about the software. So we talk about how farming conventionally, you've got animals of a particular size, right? So it's easy to tag them, figure out which one is sick. So how does your software come in to look at insects, which are different sizes, sometimes running with thousands and millions? Yeah, yeah, that's a very good question. So right now, the IT in most of these farms is pretty, it's pretty limited. Maybe they have a very basic ERP system or a dashboard where you can see something's really, really wrong. And you're absolutely right. If you're managing 7 million crickets or 50 million larvae, a human eye and such basic technology can detect patterns or prevent things. And so that's exactly why we've built Enterverse, right? Mm -hmm. So we include everything, uh, very good IoT sensors, environmental data, farm management tools, cameras, microphones, dashboard. We actually borrowed something from the pharmaceutical industry called quantitative structure activity relationship, which is very fancy words for what happens if you create a very small change in input, what happens to the output. Maybe if you add a very particular organic additive to black soldier fly larva feed, they will eat something they don't usually like to eat and they'll grow faster. So we put all of that into a single system called Entograte, and that's what we'd like to deploy at farms. I give you one very cool example that I'm very fond of. So all over the world, uh, in a few regions, crickets used to stop mating at random intervals, and nobody could figure out why. It's just something that you accept and live with. Turned out, because our system was connected to weather stations, we found out that whether it be a typhoon here in Southeast Asia or a hurricane uh, in the Gulf of Mexico, the crickets know, and they stop breeding because they think they need to preserve resources. We don't know exactly how they know, but they very clearly know. So now we're developing a feed additive to spray only organic into their food so that they disregard and can continue as before, get their mojo back, so to speak. (laughs) All right, just out of curiosity, your AI engine is developed for managing cricket farms for now. Why cricket? So it's working at a cricket farm already, but we've also developed a system that works for black soldier fly larva. The thing is with like with any AI engine, it needs data, right? So if you get it twice as much data, it'll get five times as good. So we're just starting to get the data for other species. So we work at a farm in Vietnam called Cricket One, which is, I think, probably in a few months is going to be the world's largest because oh. they're building an expansion, and that's going quite well. But we've also worked at the University of Bantung with black soldier fly larva, got some very cool results. And we're just starting to work with a local farm here in Singapore called Ento Industries that also breeds black soldier fly larva to process organic waste. We think that this has a great future in Singapore because uh, not that much organic waste in the country today is processed. I think this is a very good, both business-wise, I think it's very good for the country to process more of it. So yes, we're very excited to work with them. We're hoping to work with a couple of more farms in the next year or two. Absolutely. All right, when it comes to business models, how does the software work? Is it on a recurring basis that you have to subscribe to or is it a one-off? What's the business model for your AI solution? So we start with a very basic ERP module to just to help manage the farm. That module requires sensors. Once you have sensors, you have data. And once you have data, we can build the AI. So that's the progression. So we believe that the SaaS model is, is best, software as a service. So we offer that as a basic solution to the farms. And then all the farms are going to have different modules that they're going to want to add on top of it. So cricket farmers, for example, will want to have an audio module where we listen to the sounds that they make. The sounds tell them, I'm hungry, I'm thirsty, I'm too hot, I'm too cold, I want more food. A black soldier fly farm is not going to be making any sounds, so we can't hear anything. So they're not going to 
want the sound module. They might want an intruder, intruder detection module. As for single house fly makes it into a BSF farm, lays egg. In Europe, you'd have to throw out the entire harvest because it's a contaminant. So maybe what, you, what they want is a video module that catches a single intruder fly laying eggs. And then we can decide, I think, based on complexity and the size of the farm, uh, how much we will charge for these additional modules. All right, we've been chatting with Mikhail Zedovich. He is the chairman and co-founder of Antovus. Save us on MoneyFM 89.3. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.